four, three. Fuck it. There's no, there's no words That's on tomorrow. it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Because I've never seen that. Fucking thing sucks. There's no words there. Fuck it. There's no, there's no words That's on tomorrow. it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Because I've never seen that. Fucking thing sucks. There's no words there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what. Go. Go. I can't do it. Fuck it. Go. Go. I can't do it. Fuck. Fuck it. Go. Go. I can't do it. Fuck it. Go. Go. I can't do it. Thanks again for watching. Fuck it. There's no. There's no words on tomorrow. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. I've never seen that. Fucking thing sucks. There's no words there. Fuck it. Checking shit's working. I appear we're it appears we're good. So yeah, welcome in everybody. Thanks, Ninja, for the raid. I uh, hope everyone's doing good. Beautiful Wednesday evening. Let's kick it off with some free shit. If you're here early, you already know why it's good to be here early. Right on top of your screen. Free shit email. Um, what are we gonna give away this week? Let's start with just this close-up cam. The Zunday. Let's do the Zunday right off the bat. Uh, you want to win the ice cream Zunday? 12-pack uh, here. How about the fifth person to email the email on the top of your screen, which is not there anymore? Dark Horse. Uh, what the fuck is it? Dark Horse Live. Something there it is. Dark Horse Genetics Live at gmail.com. Fifth person to email that will win the ice cream Zunday. Uh, let's put in the subject line the fifth person to write. Shit, what's what's your favorite flavor ice cream, Cease? Uh, shit. Damn. Put them on the spot. You don't have a favorite flavor of ice cream? There's a lot. All right, I'll go with mine then. Fuck you. How about uh, that fucking chocolate chocolate fudge chunk? Chocolate fudge <laughs> chunk. Fifth person to write that in the subject line. You're gonna win them shits. Uh, we'll go back to back, back to back, Jack. Uh, let's go to close up again. The strawberry shortcake. I guess you guys can't see that on an IG. Strawberry shortcake. That's a sixer. Uh, I think we have three of them left in total forever. Uh, if you want a strawberry shortcake, bro. Um, wow. We got. Did I tell you we got a cease and desist on this one? Ice cream No, shortcake. For the description, who owns the name? You can't use the word Jolly Rancher or something. Hershey's, Hershey's like a motherfucker right now. So uh, how about uh, fifth person to write cease and desist, <laughs> motherfucker? Uh, and then Dark Horse Genetics Live at Gmail dot com. Uh, yeah, on top of your screen right there. So there's two free packs. We'll give away another one here in a minute, but uh, today. I wanted to, I don't know, it's fucked up times right now, yeah? Like, a lot of people probably lost their job. A lot of people are probably thinking about restarting or trying something different. Uh, so uh, here's a couple of ideas. I don't think this shit is, like, incredibly groundbreaking or anything, but here's 20 ideas that I came up with that uh, you, too, can uh, do to... Uh, it, a lot of guys can't get in the industry with, a, you know, maybe a criminal background or something like that, or you don't have a million dollars to start a grow facility. There's a fucking million things you could do ancillary to, like the weed business, that uh, is in need. You can make money with it. You can own your own business, be your own boss. And that's what I wanted to kind of talk about today. Like, 
it wasn't, you know, in the gold rush, it wasn't, as everyone always says, it wasn't the, you know, the gold miners or whatever that got rich. It was the people that sold the pickaxes and shovels and all that shit. So if you look at the industry as a whole, there's most definitely a place that you can fit in. And something that's something I want to talk about a little bit. So let me see if I can't get my uh, little presentation to fucking cooperate. One sec, folks. Make it a little smaller for the UIG fuckers. All right. How to be your own fucking boss. Let's do this shit real quick. Let's teach people some shit, some ideas. I don't fucking care. You Hopefully you pick something up from this uh, and it helps you in some way. That was the whole goal here. But let's dig into it, shall we? Oh, I'm going to get corny right off the gate. But I'm going to drop a quote on you. Steve Jobbers. Uh, you, can't or you can't connect the dots looking forward, you can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your, fi in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. This approach has never let me down and it has made all the difference in my life, Steve Jobs. So, you know, if you think you can't do it, you can't do it, but if you think you can, let's talk about some ways you can get your fucking ass in this game. So here's 20 DIY cannabis careers uh, you can start for most of them for under 10k. Most of them don't require a badge or background check or any of that bullshit. So uh, yeah, let's dig into it. Photography. You could be a photographer. Pictures sell cannabis. Point blank. Period. Like pictures. I don't give a fuck. Like a picture is worth a, a million words. You can sell a seed. You can sell a strain. You can sell hash. You can sell anything through pictures. So uh, if you have the desire, um, learn photography, get a nice camera, get a DSLR, um, start taking shots, uh, look at um, uh, how you can you know, sell your photos. You can do photo shoots to local growers and dispensaries, or you could just sell photos local, um, to local media outlets or potentially national media outlets. There's magazines all over the place, so wherever your local region may be, uh, you can probably get some of your photos in these magazines. Sell prints of your photos. Um, develop a website and do it online. Uh, cannabis photography is going to be a big career. Uh, moving on. Pesticide applicator. So there, uh, well, for, for the record, there is no real rhyme or reason to this list. I just sort of put together shit that I was spitballing. Um, so yeah, it's going to jump around a little bit. But um, so here's an idea. And some of these, you're like, I ain't fucking doing that. And other ones are like, I could probably do that, dude. So um, hopefully this sparks something in you to maybe you'll out of these 20s careers, you can kind of think of something that you might be able to start, own the business, do it yourself, be your own boss. But a pesticide applicator. So if you create a team of pesticide applicators, um, applic there's applications of uh, pesticides require uh, licensing and uh, training. It's not like cannabis licensing. You have to go through fit test requirements and learn how to spray pesticides, learn what's safe. Um, you need to learn what banned pesticides are gonna be on your list, what pesticides work well with specific bugs. Uh, you can charge them hourly or by the square foot. Uh, don't forget to include the hemp people and the home grows in your advertising. Um, a lot of people don't like spraying for bugs. And if you know how to identify a pest, you can come in and spray the right product. You can certainly make a career out of pest management. Um, a lot of times, you can do this job without a badge. Other times you will need a badge, so check your local jurisdictions. Custodial services. So um, this one, again, like, I don't give a fuck if you think a janitor is a bad job. I'd love to own my own fucking crew of janitors or whatever. I got, I, these are things that I wanted. I've looked for these businesses and couldn't find them in many instances. I was like, dude, we need a fucking janitor. Come in here at night and clean the fuck out of this whole place, head to toe, independent contractor or whatever. Couldn't find one. So, you know, here's, a, here's an opportunity for someone to come up with a job or, a, or their own business of coming in and cleaning people's grows out at night. Uh, nearly all grows will be interested in the night cleaning service. Commercial perpetual grows um, require quick turnarounds and cleanups on a regular basis. So you can have accounts with people where you're coming in every two weeks and turning over that room real quick, cleaning it up, spraying it down, uh, getting it ready to refill. A team can knock out a, a clean grow and get it back up much faster um, so if you can come in with a powerhouse a team that can, you know, clean the fuck out of it, knock it, knock it out. 
um, charged by the square foot or hourly. Don't forget to include night services and employee rates for immediate jobs. So, or I'm sorry, um, emergency rates for immediate jobs. Trim crew and packaging crew. This is one that might have been the first one on the list. But uh, trade a trim crew. This one will probably require a badge because you're going to be touching plants. But uh, you can own your own business without spending millions of dollars. Uh, you just need to apply for a simple employee badge uh, and then create a trim crew, an approach or a packaging crew, and approach dispensaries and grows, and uh, you'll have work like crazy. Um, it'll be one of the most in-demand businesses you can have. Expect repeat business by the harvest or by batch frequencies. So again, there'll be accounts that you can work over and over and over again. Uh, run multiple crews to expand your business. Consider trim machine rentals in addition to hand trim services. So this is another genius one. For under 10 grand, you could buy a couple of trim machines. You can rent those trim machines 500 bucks a day or whatever it may be and keep those machines in play and making money return on your investment after three or four rentals. And now you, you know, you're in the trim rental business. There's tons of these. And if you're in a new emerging market, look at being a trim machine rental. It's genius. Uh, again, charged by the hour or, or by the pound or hourly. Word of mouth will bring you business and professionalism must because you will see some horror shows. So as a trim crew, um, you know, professionalism, if you walk in and see something gnarly as the, as the owner or the, the foreman of the crew, you may want to walk away from the job because it's just gnarly. You're not going to subject your employees to something like PM or something gnarly. But at the same time, um, trustworthiness, being able to you know, leave you and the crew alone with thousands of dollars of product is a big deal. If you prove yourself to be trustworthy, honest you know, crew, you'll be busy as fuck. Seed bank. This one's, you know, you knew this was going to be on there. Um, also, I have quotes on top of these. Almost all of these quotes are from like Steve Jobs. I didn't put the names because I really don't give a fuck who they're from. I just personally like these quotes, but I like this one. I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. So, uh, yeah, how to create a, a seed bank. One of the simplest things you can do. Um, uh, this, I mean, I shouldn't say simplest because it can be tricky at times. I even wrote that on it. This can be tricky at times, but it required you to make a relationship with breeders who are strange fucking cats. Like, it's, you know, most of us hate each other and all the rest, and you got to manage, you know, people's dumb drama shit while you're trying to sell a product. Um, but customer service is the key to being a seed bank. Breeder selections were also a major factor. You have to get the good breeders, otherwise your seed bank is going to be stale and you're not going to move. Uh, purchase wholesale in bulk. Sell at a keystone markup, which is you know twice what you paid. Trade shows can be feast or famine. I've seen guys make hundreds of thousands of dollars at a trade show, and I've seen people lose fuck tons of money at a trade show. But if you have a seed bank, you know, and you're carrying four or five guys, spend your ten thousand dollars on picking up two thousand dollars of wholesale with four or five guys. Build your little website, get it going, show up at some trade shows. Before you know it, you know your seed bank business can take off. Uh, running a mail order business is great for at home income. The biggest difficulty will be merchant accounts, and that's no bullshit. So the hardest thing going to be is getting credit cards, be able to accept credit cards. And I'm not going to offer any advice on that because it's been a 12-year struggle myself. And uh, yeah, good luck with that. It can be done. It certainly can be done. Sales. So it's possible to sell without a badge. Um, like you, you can sell from a different state. I don't really give a fuck where you are. If you're a good salesman, you can create a boiler room and slang products like a motherfucker. Uh, you can push products statewide. Uh, approach retailers with uh, overstock, ask for premium pricing to be on a featured product uh, on your list. Um, another route you can go, rather than creating a boiler room or just being an independent sales guy yourself, um, is uh, create an e-commerce type uh, site with subscription-based, something similar to like Weed Maps or LeafLink. LeafLink costs us $400 a month, but it's a uh, website that has all different products for sale and uh, that could be replicated or duplicated the, you know if you can create an email list of, or a buyers list become a VIP with buyers that you know are serious and then you approach the growers and the, you know and play you know straight in the middle you can do very well in sales and like again there's nothing that's limiting you from cold calling all over the fucking place or working for somebody from home without a badge from with a different you know different state. You don't have to physically make the delivery. You're just the salesperson. Uh, use a database um, to develop large customer uh, 
uh, to develop a large customer base, but yet have a personal feel to your calls and emails. So you want to have a database that you call them up, you know who talked to them last, what you talked about last time, you remember who they are, and you know, uh, sales is relationships, man. So if you, you know, if you identify as a good salesman, you can certainly sell cannabis or hash or whatever it may be. Social media, um, social media or marketing. Uh, social media is the most important marketing tool in 2020 and many owners don't understand its power. I know a guy that runs like 15 social media accounts for cannabis businesses or whatever, um, does a fantastic job with it. But if you create a little social media firm to run accounts and promote brands online for a fee, that could certainly be done. If you're good at social media, this is your bag, you can turn that into something where you're managing people's accounts for them. Because a lot of these weed guys don't have time to run their own IG. I don't run my own IG. So it's one of these things where, you know, if you are good at social media, that could certainly be something that you, that you could take over with. Um, approach brands and shops who have weak or no social media presence. Offer to take over their accounts. Business comes from stacking multiple accounts in your portfolio. And you know, use post schedulers to allow time to reply, or and allow time to, to reply to the comments. Um, that way, you're replying to these people's comments when you use your post scheduler. Charge by the month or add posts from your top accounts. I don't really know shit about being an influencer, but you know, if you you can run accounts and you can become an influencer on some of your accounts, uh, that's one way you can get in this industry and be a part of you know, cannabis courier service. Um, this one you need a license, but it's probably the most affordable license. I think it's only a few thousand dollars. Uh, and all you're doing here is transporting cannabis from point A to point B. And this is something we utilize couriers all of the time. Um, again, in, depending on your local rules or local jurisdiction, check on what you need to do to become a courier. But a courier, if you're into driving you know, or even just managing people, um, create a team of delivery drivers to cover the states and a new driver in a different direction every two days. Consider buying a frozen goods truck for Fresh Frozen. Um, fresh Frozen is a huge thing, and people need to cut their product and freeze it immediately and then transport it to a hash lab. And, I mean, we've stuffed the Hummer with, you know, uh, uh, generator and, and uh, freezers and turned it into, a, like, a mobile ice cream truck. But if you could buy some type of refrigerated truck, you'll be busy as fuck transporting fresh frozen material from large farms to hash labs and keeping the material frozen throughout the journey. Um, just look into it. I don't give a fuck. You got to buy an ice cream truck. But that, that, that is a potential way to generate some good income. Uh, charged by the trip and distance per delivery. We pay a good amount in courier fees every month on our bills. Green waste removal. So uh, this is um, weird because you can't just throw away your stocks and your stems and your soil and your buds or whatever, you know, your, your, after you extract it or whatever, you can't just throw it away. You have to run it through a green waste process. It requires a special removal uh, practice. Uh, develop an SOP to grind up or destroy green waste to industry regulations and remove the trash or waste. So usually a wood chipper or composting it with paper or something else. But, um, you know, I've seen these companies before. They'll come into your grow on harvest day or, or right after the harvest day. They'll pick up all of your soil and your, your stocks and everything else, and they'll chip them up and take them away as a green waste removal. Uh, if this is something that you think you could get into, it'd be a very simple job to start. You need a wood chipper and, you know, potentially a badge, and you're in the game. You own this business, like I say. Charged by the weight or plant or soil count. Consultant or compliance expert. So there's a million fuckboy consultants out there, but at the same time, consultants are used all of the time. So um, there's a saying, those that can't do, teach. If you're having trouble getting a badge to work in the industry, you can always consult. Um, you can't touch plants, but you can certainly consult. You can come in and use your, your expertise and be hired on to show these people how to fucking fix their fucked up shit. Um, think about starting a consulting firm where you simply approach industry people and offer advice. And once you do help, word of mouth will spread like fire and you'll be busy. Um, another thing you could do is compliance expert. Um, compliance experts are used all the time. If you, you do not need to be a lawyer to perform this job, uh, create a compliance review checklist service, mystery shop and spot check grows. So you can come in and if you know the book and all the rules, you can come into grows and we've done this before where you hire someone to do a compliance review of your business to make sure that you're doing shit properly. Um, again, 
you don't necessarily need a badge for this. You can come in and look without touching that stuff and do a, a, a review. You can mystery shop for people. You could set up a whole business where you mystery shop on behalf of dispensary owners and report the feedback. Um, spot checking grows. Uh, consulting can be as small as a one-on-one -on -one to home growers or large-scale facility designs and build-outs. Charged by the consult or charged by the build-out. I'm not going to go deep on that, but CCTV or CTCTV install. Closed circuit cameras is a business in demand. Facilities are always redesigning and moving and adding cameras. I can attest to this. I'm always calling my CCTV guy to move something, fix something, change something. Um, many states require off-site monitoring and storage of the footage, so creating monthly income for uh, all of your accounts. So essentially, after you make the install, they're now a monthly account for you that you service and do off-site off um, um, monitoring and, and holding of their footage. Uh, it's a great business. Understanding cam spec regulations, DVR regulations, storage regulations are the key to servicing the cannabis industry. It's not incredibly te technical, just learn the rules. Uh, charged by the job with a monthly monitoring subscription. We're required by law to have a subscription service and show that contract. So, you know, that's a good racket. The new product development. This one I could spend a lot of time on. This one I'm kind of most passionate about. I guess I will sort of spend some time on this one. But uh, developing something new t for a business uh, to bring to market with partnership of a licensed company in that area. Something like Dabin Dots, which I've seen in California, or Megars, which I've seen done in uh, um, Ohio, I believe, or Michigan. Um, new hashtag. This happens all of the time. But if you can bring something develop a product or develop something. You don't have to start a million dollar business to, to, uh, to, to, to bring a product to market per se. Maybe you have a great idea for an edible or a lotion or a salve or something like that and you want to work with a company to bring that, to product, that product to market. Um, you know, I, you approach them, bring that product to market, look at uh, getting a royalty agreement on the creation of that product or all the sales of that product uh, and then you have the ability to take that product all around the country and say, hey, I'm in Colorado with this product here. These people manufacture it for me. Can you do the same or something similar in your area? You can go all across the country, have a nationwide brand, all w without ever spending millions of dollars to create a facility. All you're doing is thinking of the tech, thinking of the way to, to, to make a product better or unique and bringing it to people. Um, the way to protect yourself on this is non-disclosures, non-competes before you give up the tech. Uh, I would certainly look at, you know, papering things before you bring in new products, but uh, look to take your product to multiple markets and create a royalty per item sold or sell your rights to the product outright for a large fee. Um, bring me your ideas. I'll mark, I'll mark Cuban this shit or Shark Tank this shit. If you have ideas of some way to make a super dope product and you, you know, you can't create a whole facility or something else, bring it to me and if we can put it out together in Colorado, I'm down as fuck. Bring me something new. I'm listening. Um, but yeah, this is probably the more engineer, entrepreneurial type aspect of this thing. But no, you don't necessarily, plants are plants, you know, material is material. If you can figure out a way to take X material, turn it into a dope product that no one's seen or, you know, or even still not being re released in your market, take that product to market with somebody and uh, brand it and license it with them. And like I say, bring that shit nationwide. Packaging. So this one, you might laugh at this, and I'm, I have no facts to back it up, but I'm going to stand on a limb here. More money's made in the packaging business than in cannabis business, in my opinion. I don't give a fuck what you guys say. Selling of pop tops, plastic materials, dispensary supplies, all of this shit is a huge fucking market. Um, there's three or four of them in Denver, but uh, I remember when we were in L.A., I remember you know, the buying pop tops at weekly. You were buying pop tops and mylars and glass jars and dispensary supplies almost nonstop. So if you can buy in bulk and then set up a small warehouse, offer same-day delivery to local dispensaries, it'll keep you busy as hell, also creating an online store, as well as regular account orders, because people will then order every two weeks for the same amount, same amount. And um, if you sell packaging, you, you know, there's nothing wrong with getting into the packaging business because you don't, you can't, maybe you're licensing or something else or background, you can't get into cannabis, fuck, sell them packages, sell them Mylar, sell them fucking, you know, pop tops. You'll do fucking great. Um, I would avoid getting into the custom printing at startup 
and working on limited offerings as you gain experience in the industry. Uh, printing shit for people is very expensive. It's not an under $10,000 startup business, but simply buying the raw goods of pop tops and flipping them, import, export, certainly is a good business. Um, so look there, and you can look to expand into potentially custom printing and everything else with buying some printers and stuff like that at your own peril. Uh, graphic design or website um, management. Cannabis business, uh, always use graphic designers, always. From logo design to advertisements to email blasts to Instagram posts to trying to make your brand look professional, they're utilizing graphic designers on the regular. Um, professional brands hire graphic designers to create all kinds of shit, new products to launch. Uh, create your portfolio showcasing your work and the ability to create want, mm, I fucked that up, to create uh, a want for your customer's needs and uh, word of mouth will spread quickly if you provide quality work at reasonable prices. So I don't know what I was trying to type there essentially, but I was trying to say create a portfolio um, showing your ability to you, you know, make the product hype or whatnot or the logo dope. And before you know it, I'm thinking of full scale right off the top of my head or um, can't think of their fucking name, but the guys on IG that are doing everyone's logo that does a great job. Who is it? No, the um, handwritten custom premium design co, I think. Either way, if you're a good artist, potentially, you can hand sketch these two, which I've seen done. But um, there's certainly room in the cannabis world for graphic designing. Stickers come to mind. Stickers is a huge business also, where you can be graphic designing for stickers for companies. Security systems, alarms. Um, cannabis businesses are required to maintain a service contract with a security company. They also must have a security system with off-site monitoring. So the, again, this is sort of like CCTV, but it's a bit different because we're talking about security systems. There's a lot of turnkey type of services that will let you start your own security system business utilizing like Honeywell service or other set up security system services where then you can then create a, your own spin-off business using their platform. Um, it's set up for you relatively easily, but the install of the, of the alarm system is not technical. Um, and then the, on, or the, the monthly uh, fee comes in where you're um, off-site monitoring for them. Uh, also consider actual security, where you're doing a night patrol service. Um, you know, we've had to utilize this in the past, where we've had people breaking in the dumpsters and everything else, where we, we send a security officer over in the night to check on the dumpster. So if it's not you know, monitoring the alarms, it could also be a physical security. Um, again, potential rules every jurisdiction on that. But uh, again, uh, security, if that's your bag, cannabis is, there's tons of jobs for you. And the way you'll make money on that is through install fees and monthly service fees or independent security jobs. Electricians and plumbers. Um, cannabis growers always need an electrician. Electrician is a cannabis grower's best friend. Doesn't matter if it's the black market, commercial grows, um, Everyone needs an electrician they can trust to not burn their fucking house down, not talk about what they saw in homie's basement. Um, but yeah, if you have a, have a trade of electrician or plumber, um, if you advertise within the cannabis world, your name will be passed around like wildfire, assuming you're good. And um, you know, plumbers, electricians who can be trusted to be cool will have their info passed around via word of mouth. Growers don't hire plumbers and electricians out of the yellow pages or Google. They ask friends, and that's a fact. Like, we don't generally just get on and look for five stars. We ask our homies, hey, do you know an electrician who can come over here and do this? Um, yeah, that alarm company's from the previous slide. Master electricians will find tons of work uh, for pulling permits or fixing or building out commercial grows. So if you want to go the, the route of a master uh, electrician where you can pull your permits, um, I think an electrician is a two-year trade school, um, but yeah, electrician will be in super demand at all fucking times, and ancillary to cannabis business always. Staffing agency. So, uh, this is an interesting one because a lot of people hate staffing agencies. They think they're bullshit or whatever, but they also serve a place, a purpose. Um, if you operate a staffing agency with temp workers and do job placement, um, Again, maybe you have a background or something that limits you from getting a badge, but who's to say you couldn't start a temp agency and place workers all over the place? Um, could totally be done. 
Many cannabis businesses use staffing agencies to hire for temp help, part-time help, or eventually become full-time workers. Um, many entry-level workers are looking for jobs, and they'll look to your service to break into the industry and be placed somewhere. So um, the way this sort of works is you charge hourly rate to the business for your temp workers. Say it's $25 an hour for the temp worker to the, to the shop, and then you pay your workers, say, $20 an hour. You make the five in between. That's your business. Um, now, if the worker wants, or if the fee wants, I'm sorry, the business wants to take the worker on full time, you would then charge him a fee to convert that temp worker into a full time and take him off of your your available workforce, something along those lines. Again, some people think temp agencies suck. Uh, be careful with um, uh, the the main thing with temp agencies. Some people try to add in like non competes after you work at a temp agency. Don't do that bullshit to people. You know, let them come in, try to staff them, try to you know, place them, give them temp opportunities. You'll be just fine. If you try to lock them up with both, we've seen it in Colorado where they try to lock them up where 90-day non-competes so that people think they're going to, you know, quit and then secretly hire them back or something. It just you treat everybody right and in this scenario, and I think that your business will flourish. There's no really need to get snippy about non-competes for, you know, temp workers in the business. Breeder. You knew this was going to be on here. Um, I'm kind of surprised I have this on here, but at the same time, I'll tell you how I fucking you know make my living: uh, make seeds and sell them, bitches. It, it's that fucking simple. Make some seeds and sell them. Uh, not uh, not all breeders are famous. Many breeders ghost breed for others who are mostly unknown. So that's more of a European thing. But um, I mean, I know br people who breed very well and then just wholesale their seeds to other larger seed companies who then in turn sell them. Um, particularly in the auto world, happens a lot in autos. Uh, you don't need to be famous to be a successful breeder, is my point. But uh, use original work. Use your own males. This is my advice to you. I'm not going to tell people how to breed or the ethics, you know, per se. But if you use your own male, if you create your own male, your own line which has its own male, um, then no one can really fuck with you and call you out and say you stole my shit or you did this or that. If you use your own mail, it's a solid way to enter into the market. Test your shit. Test it. Backcross it. No one's backcrossing for the most part. Backcross your shit. Take great photos. Hire one of the guys that was inspired by the earlier slides and get you great photos to sell. Photos is everything in the cannabis world. And the way to get your seeds out to the market Approach seed banks with seeds for freebies to build up your name. I, expect a year or two of you passing out thousands and thousands of seeds before your name has any recognition because most people don't want to fuck with freebies when they get them in the mail. They're, oh, cool. But after a while, they'll pop them. The friend will pop them. People will see the work. They'll snap their head and say, oh, shit, that was good. Now you're on. Now your name's on. Now they're clicking and find your website, your IG. It takes time to build. But start with freebies to build your name. That's how you. That's the. That's the blueprint to becoming a breeder. It's four fucking sentences. So it, you know. That's how. That's how you become a breeder. Screen printing. So this one's simple, but it's actually in demand. Sell T-shirts again. Another simple idea, but uh, a four-color silk screen press is under two thousand dollars. Where four, you know, you can get four different colors going on. Um, license strains and make strain shirts. I've seen it done before and kind of fallen off. But uh, someone approached me and said, hey, I want to do a Bruce Banner shirt or whatever, and I want to pay you a dollar a shirt or some shit. I'd be like, fuck it, do it, bro. That'd be awesome. You know, it would be very simple to, to, if you were serious about creating a business, to just make T-shirts in, in screen print, you could certainly do that. Um, you could also approach dispensaries, create merch for dispensaries, grow stores, and your own online store. Um, this can be done from home. And, uh, you know, create uh, minimum orders to drive business. Oh, it, what I'm talking here is um, minimum orders for the amount of shirts. So don't do one-offs for people. You'll fucking you know, go crazy making one shirt for this guy, two shirts for that guy, three shirts for that guy. Make them spend $1,000 and get, uh, you know, 100 shirts or whatever the fuck it may be. And this will maximize your profits and drive business for you. But screen printing could be a fucking dope business. If you're into art and screen printing, make sure to sling the shit out of them. Hit me up. I'll work with you. Organize trade show or events. So this one might have a grander scale to it, but um, essentially what I'm talking about here is 
you can create a small local event and allow cannabis brands to market their products. I don't care if it's a you know, Friday night sesh or some shit and you rent out a small ass garage and it slowly builds and you know what I mean, one by one. But uh, you can become your area's go-to cannabis party planner for private events also. So if you're kind of a party party guy or an event planner or something like that, that you could fit into here where you could work hand in hand with cannabis brands, throwing events for them um, and take off. Uh, approach local cannabis businesses to offer to promote them at your events or throw them a private event for their customers. Uh, charge for booths, tickets to attend these events. Uh, and charge for custom private parties to throw for people. Um, if you're into, you know, events, parties, promotion, you could certainly work with cannabis brands. A lot of the times you have to drive the business where you, you know, sometimes people don't know what they need until they need it. You go in and you explain to them, look, your brand has no recognition. You need to be at this event or I can promote you at this event, you know, and show them you know, the power that you, can, that you can possess by throwing a dope event in their name or with their name attached. Trust me, we've had some dope events and some flops, and whenever it's dope and my name's on it, I'm, like, so stoked. So you'll have repeat business if you're good at this. Build your own dreams, or someone else will hire you to build theirs. That's sort of the last slide. That was 20 fucking jobs. Um, there's also nothing wrong with working for people, you know what I mean, and creating a team and being happy right where you are. But uh, the thought behind this was, um, you know, if you want to start your own fucking business, if you have desire to start your own fucking thing, it doesn't have to be a mega business. You don't have to spend a million dollars. You don't have to take a huge fucking loan. You can start something small and grow it. Every mega business started as a small business. There really is no, you know, no shortcut to becoming a giant business. All of them start small. I don't care if you're a custodian or a fucking pesticide applicator, a CCT installer. You can parlay becoming a CCTV installer to the biggest cannabis CCTV man in the state and then parlay that into the region and then potentially that into the nation. You know, that's the way you think. And if you dream that big, that's how big it could be. Or it could be simple as I want to service 20 accounts and make my, make my bills paid and you know, that's what I want to do and be at home more with the wife and kids or whatever it may be. So, uh, you know, hopefully there's some inspiration that was had within this shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you guys have any, I didn't really look at any of the chat. If you guys have any questions, go ahead and fire them away. Um, we're going to give away some more shit here in a minute. If you guys have any good ideas for businesses that I left out, feel free to pop them off in the chat. And, uh, yeah. What do you think? By the way, I figured out how to have a ticker news thing like CNN on the bottom. Like, aren't we, aren't we coming up in life here? Like, it's like a legit news show at the moment right now. Yeah, fuck you. And that's not Caesar's real phone number, so don't send him dick pics. Just so you know. I was fucking around. All right. All right. Free shit email. When I would do these PowerPoints, I can't ever fucking smoke the joint because I just talk non-fucking-stop. Ted, Ted talks these. It's hard for me to get high and fucking word vomit. I didn't go into great detail on any of those fucking presentations or any of those businesses because I'm not really running any of those businesses. And I don't know everything about them. But I just sat here and thought, you know, if I were to, if I couldn't do weed today, like, what could I do, you know, to continue right along the path? And I'd start one of them. I'd start one, if not two or three of them fucking ideas. And uh, that would be my plan. Um, <laughs> love the ticker. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Sir Mackett, much appreciated. Thank you. Colin, you going to do a show on breeding? I think we will. Um, eventually. I got to come up with a show every week, so why not? Let's do a show on breeding. Thanks, Ghost. That was a legit PowerPoint. Thanks, dude. I never thought I'd fucking, like, be doing PowerPoints in my fucking life. So it's kind of weird for me to put one together and act like a teacher or some shit. Even though, again, I don't really think I educated anybody on anything other than hopefully showed ideas of stuff you can do or highlighted shit that I was like, man, I need, a, I need someone to do this for me and I can't find the guy. Or, you know. We've seen couriers come and go so much that I'm just like, dude, like, I need to find someone to go down to fucking 
southern Colorado and I can't find a guy or whatever. And it's just like, I wish there was more than three couriers or whatever. Everyone wants the glamorous job where they're like, I own the facility and I got a million fucking plants or this or that. It's, fuck that, man. Sometimes there's happiness in the guy who drives the pounds fucking two hours up the road and delivers them three times a week. Uniform cleaning service, good call. Yeah, that's another one. If you could come in with dry cleaning and pick up all the old unis, clean them up, drop them back off, very good call. I like that one. With breeding in Colorado, do you need a license to sell the seeds? Yes, within metric. You can do at-home breeding and sell you know, online. There's nothing you know, that's holding you back from doing that. But to sell within the licensed stores into grows that are licensed, you, yeah, you would need a, a license. Keep bringing the knowledge. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know how much more knowledge I got in this old fucking clunker of a dome, but uh, I'll try to keep bringing you guys. It seems, I've looked at like the numbers on the views, it seems people are more into fucking educational shit. It goes like education, Troll shit, and then like fucking around at the bottom, or like breeder interviews, and then fucking around at the bottom. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll try to m keep a mix of it. I just want to do shows that I think are fucking interesting, interview cool people, and every now and again, I don't know. The whole pandemic bullshit got me thinking about all the people without jobs and how many people have to start over. And you know, luckily I have I have the ability to continue with my job or whatever. But many people don't, and they're probably thinking about how to restart. And uh, yeah, you can potentially do something like that and bring it into the cannabis industry. Organization business, helping peeps to get organized from top to bottom. 100% Blue. Blue's got a good idea there too. Uh, you don't need a badge for that. You could certainly do that. I could fucking hire or use, I would, I would hire someone to do that almost right now because my life is so goddamn chaotic that it's almost a personal assistant or somebody who would literally you know, organize and manage everything that's going on, not just for me, but for the company. Would you ever drop an auto strain? We are working on it. That's in my ticker, bro. Banner autos are coming with the Daz man. With the Daz man. Metrics raking in with their system. Absolutely. If you have computer skills, somebody challenge Metric because their shit sucks and they have Monopoly. If you come up with a seed to sell tracking system that better than metric, dude, domination station. <laughs> Blue says, I'm hireable. <laughs> Banner auto. Yes, she's coming. What's up, Ninja? If you guys want this PowerPoint too, I'll probably put it up. I don't really think, again, it's not super factual, but if there's something in there that you want to review, I'll make the PowerPoint downloadable from our website. Um, yeah. If you need it, if you want it. If you have any questions about any of the individual like jobs or careers that I posted up there, you can email me, but I'm no expert on everything I just posted. But you can email me for a more deeper dive, in-depth conversation, and I'll try to get back to you. I can't promise I'll answer every single one, but I'll try my best to get back to you and give you what I know about that individual detail. And again, a lot of these are almost monopolies. You have to have you know, a CCTV contract. You have to have a security contract. You have to have a locking dumpster. Not that I think someone should start a dumpster business, but you have to green waste in a certain way. And if you, know, if you don't do these things, um, then you could potentially get in big trouble. So creating a service that takes care of the things that are annoying for people who, who have these mega licenses and everything else, charge them out the ass, man. I didn't look at any of the IG. Sorry, IG fuckers. Um, I'll look at your comments now <laughs> if you guys got anything you want to ask. But uh, I think we'll give away another pack in the meantime. So since we're chilling, ask your questions if you got them. And let's go close up. This one is... Ice Cream Sunday again. So to win this bitch, 
how the fuck are we going to do it? <laughs> I see Daz in there. What up, Daz? Um, yeah, to win this pack, the last pack of ice cream Sunday, uh, how about... How about text the word fucking... I want to be a social influencing millionaire. That's too much. That's too many words. Fuck that. Scratch. X nay that. Fifth person. Ice cream Sunday. Right. Dark horse genetics. Fuck yeah, dude. It's a lot of words too. But go ahead and write that. There you go. Fifth person subject line. Email it. So if you don't know, you can be on uh, the emails on top of your screen. Dark horse genetics live at gmail.com if you don't know you can be on darkhorse.live just the website and it has a subscription little page not a subscription but a uh, way to enter these contests without leaving so if you're on IG you're watching the wrong fucking way um, because you can literally be on darkhorse.live and then you don't have to leave browser log off to try to win these shits and be the fifth person or whatever but uh, yeah yeah, you guys are all typing it in the chat, which is wrong, IG. You're wrong. You're all fucking wrong, man. You got to email me. It's on top of your screen. Oh, you guys can't see that shit that well on top of IG, huh? I'm fucking with all you guys on that. My bad. Now you could see it a little bit better. That's the email address you're supposed to have. I'll scroll up here and see if I missed any fucking questions. Can you see... Seed sale license with a felony. Not in Colorado, you can't get a license to sell seeds per se or grow or produce seeds. But um, no, not in Colorado. Other places, potentially. What would you improve on metric? Can't believe it hit the East Coast. Yeah, it hit everywhere. What would I improve on metric? The general not fucking working whenever you log in. Like, you log in and you get this rainbow wheel that spins for a fucking ever, and all you're trying to do is make a simple manifest or a transfer or plant tag or this or that, and there's times when you literally just spins for hours, if not the entire day. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, that's the biggest thing is they're not, their servers aren't big enough to handle the load that they have. And when they brought on California, it just fucking went from manageable to fucking ridiculous. Did I hear correctly that Daz is working with you on your auto line? That is so fucking awesome. Yes, that is so fucking awesome. And true, Daz is going to help me make some banner autos. Call it a collaboration, but really Daz is going to fucking do the work. I gave him the banner, so I'm not even going to front on that. But I am going to pick his brain and learn to do autos. We're working on both, I heart your mom. metric is not in the cloud it is and it isn't like it's i guess should say yes it is in the cloud but somehow that's a good fucking question somehow the cloud fucking breaks non-stop so you tell me what's up with that <laughs> caesar's asking why people want fems when regs are better that is a good question. I would ask the chat. We have a few minutes left. Why would you want FEMS? Uh, regs are better. I'm with you. Why do you guys want FEMS so bad, huh? Sir Mac is dropping the, uh, the knowledge in chat of what it takes to get a license. And yes, um, if you have a weed deal, you can still get it and it has like 10 years after the fact you can have stuff expunged and everything else but yes even if you do have a felony or something in your past in your background there may still be a path for you to have that expunged and become licensed and own and operate a grow if that's your true desire where can i see this other than ig so at uh, in the signature of my instagram is darkhorse.live. It'll take you right there without even leaving Instagram, and it'll be full screen. 
or you can watch in Twitch and twitch.tv slash darkhorsegenetics or on YouTube. I believe you right now it's on YouTube. Um, all at the same time. Simulcast. We're everywhere. IG is the worst place to watch this shit because you're only seeing a fraction of the screen. People can't sex plants for real. I mean, you're kind of true because a lot of, I mean, newbies. I'll tell you this. When I first started, I was like, I'm buying a femme plant. I bought an AK-47 times green giant from like Nirvana femme. And I was like, because I don't know how to do that, man. So I'm going to start with femme and learn how to grow weed first. And like, it wasn't the worst move because it kind of did help me like grow a weed plant before I fully understood what I was looking at. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not, you'll get stronger mothers with just regular seed that you can keep a decade. For felonies over 20 years out of state, how strict is Colorado? Uh, depends what your felony is for. They have this fucked up loophole they call moral conduct or moral code. So even if you have, like, you know, your time has lapsed, they can still sort of ex-nay you if they just don't like what they're looking at. But uh, I would say, you know, if your felony has been 20 fucking years ago, you have a very high likelihood of getting it expunged, and, and you haven't had any trouble in 20 years, you have a very high likelihood of getting it expunged, expunged from your record and then, you know, not being a felon at all anymore and doing whatever the fuck you want to do. But, hey, geez, where are my homies are? I get that. All right, guys, I think there's a few minutes left on this live, literally like four or five minutes um, well, there's 12, something like that. But uh, I think we're going to wrap her up. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. I kind of flew through that a little quicker. Maybe I should have slowed down and talked a little bit more in detail, but I thought I'd run out of time. But uh, yeah, man, um, we'll do it again every single week. I'd like to uh, thank uh, Illuminar Lighting because Illuminar uh, hooked us up with a fuck ton of lights. And their logo's in the corner there if you're on anything but IG. The logo's in the corner there. Check them out at Illuminar.com. Uh, I really like the um, 315, 630, and now they have a 1,000-watt CMH or whatever. But check them dudes out. They've been really cool to us, so give them a follow. And, uh, yeah, yeah, everybody stay safe. I think we're coming out of the fucking Rona hole. So I... Uh, I hope we can see each other again sometime soon. 100K Grand Prix is still on as of now. I mean, there's plenty of time till then, so hopefully the world's somewhat normal by then. But, uh, yeah, start thinking about your fucking 100K, uh, 100K Grand Prix fucking entries. If you haven't registered or signed up or bought tickets to attend, check it out at 100kgrandprix.com. And uh, with that shit, yeah, if you're starting a new career, I wish you the best of fucking luck. Hope I help somebody be inspired to try something new and uh, give it a shot, man. If, you got, if you're in Colorado and you start one of these things, hit me up. Maybe I'll hire you guys to do something. I appreciate it, everybody. Same, uh, same time next week. Uh, real quick, I apologize for missing last week. We were 420 fucked. We had to fucking work our ass off for orders. But uh, we'll try to keep her every week. But again, same time uh, next week, same bat channel, same, same bat time, same bat channel. We'll see you guys then. Appreciate Ninja for the raid. Thanks for all the Ninja followers. And we out of here.